Okay, we are ready to begin. We're not going to... Rosh Hashanah is coming up, so we're going to discuss uh, a theme of why we blow the shofar. So, we're going to start with the Medrash Tanhuma in Parshas Kisavo. The Medrash Tanhuma in Parshas Kisavo analyzes a Pasuk that is talking about the mitzvah of Bikurim, the mitzvah of bringing one's first fruit to the Kayin in the Beis HaMikdash. Today, Hashem has commanded you to do. Says the Medrash, This is what the Pazik says, Let's go and bow down, and bow, and let's say a blessing in front of Hashem, who has made us. Tilem 95.6 Says the Medrash, Why does this Pasuk enumerate different types of bowings? They're all the same anyway. Bowing is the same thing as bowing. It's the same thing. What is the Pasuk telling us? What is the Pasuk telling us? Bow down, bow, let's bless. Ella. What the Pasuk is telling us like this. Tzofa Moshe Beruach HaKodesh. Moshe saw the future with divine inspiration. Vira and he saw Shebeis HaMikdash Asid Lechorev. He saw that the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed in the future. Vahabikurim Asidim Leiposek. And the mitzvah of Bikurim in the future would stop. Meaning that in this parsha, in Parshas Kisavo, the Jewish people were given the mitzvah of Bikurim, whereas we mentioned that they would take their first fruits. We're not going to get into the details of the mitzvah. They would take their first fruits, put them in a basket, and they would carry it to the Beis HaMikdash and give it to the Kohen and thank the Rabboni Shalom, thank the Master of the Universe for everything that He has given them. And Moshe Rabbeinu saw that this mitzvah would only be in existence as long as the Beis HaMikdash stands. But, if the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed, which it will be, which Moshe Rabbeinu saw with his divine inspiration, he saw the future, he saw that the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed. So what did he do? And, oh, and hence, since the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed, then Bikurim would stop. The mitzvah of Bikurim would no longer be applicable, because you can only do the mitzvah of Bikurim, you can only bring your first fruits, and thank Hashem for what you have is only when there is a Beis HaMikdash. But if there is no Beis HaMikdash, then you cannot do the Mitzvah Bikurim. So Moshe Rabbeinu saw that this was going to happen, that the Mitzvah Bikurim was not going to be always. Ahmad Vihiskin the Israel, he got up and he declared for the Jewish people, Shiyum that they should daven they should daven three times a day. Shachris, the morning prayer. Mincha, the afternoon prayer. Umayrif, uh, and the evening prayer. Because Hashem loves tefillah. He loves davening. It's beloved to Him more. We call Maisim Toymi from all from all good deeds, and we call our carbonates from all the sacrifices. So here, 
the commentary of the Anaf Yosef, we will we'll read it together. The commentary on Anaf Yosef explains this Medrash. And he says, Here it appears to me, the Koshal Abala Maimer, the Posik Zeh. The Medrash has a difficulty with what it says in Parshas Kisabo in this Posik. That today Hashem is commanding you to do. Isn't it true that Bikurim would only be in existence, the mitzvah of Bikurim would only be after the Jewish people have conquered, after the conquest of Eretz Israel and the, uh, the, the handing out of the different uh, parts of Eretz Israel to the tribes? And now they're standing in the desert. And Moshe Rabbeinu is being receiving instructions of the Mitzvah of Bikurim, which would then be applicable later when the Jewish people would go, when the Jewish people would go into the Eretz Israel. So why does it say in the Pesach, Hayoimazeh, today? Why does it say today? It's not today. It's in the future. So why does it say today in reference to Bikurim? Od Kasha, another thing that the Medrash is bothered by, Khan that it says in this Pasuk, which we didn't read because we don't have the, the Chumash in front of us, Parsh Kisavo, because we're not really talking about Parsh Kisavo. But it says in the Pasuk also that Hashem is commanding you today, with all your heart, and with all your soul. So, Matzorich, Lev Venefesh, what does this mitzvah require? Why does this mitzvah require the heart and the soul? The mitzvah is mitzvah, more than any other mitzvah. And therefore, the Medrash explains, The Medrash explains that davening requires the intention of the heart. The heart must be involved. The person has to pay attention to what they're saying. The person has to be sincere. When they speak to Hashem. Like Chazal say in Tainus, page 2a, we say in the Shema that we have to serve Hashem with all our hearts. And what is all our hearts? And what is Ezav? What is she believe? What is the service that's with the heart? Zutfila, that's davening. Serving Hashem with the heart is necessary for davening. And therefore, the intention of the Pesach here is, says the Anaf Yosef, even though right now, when they're standing, the Jewish people are standing in the desert, and it's not possible to fulfill the mitzvah of Bikurim. Mikol Makom still, but I have I have something I have an alternative for you. And that is today. What is that? You shall do it with all your heart, with all your soul. What is that? What do you do with all your heart, with all your soul? That is talking about the three the three prayers that we say a day. A person has to do it with all their heart and with all of their soul. And I might think that the davening 
is instead of the Bikurim. She and therefore I might think that Bikurim, which is going to go away after the Beis Hamikdash is destroyed, imkain lo Therefore, a person would not have to daven a person would not have to daven after the Beis Hamikdash has been destroyed. Therefore, it says ain't okay. Therefore, it says today today Hashem Today Hashem is commanding you Today you start to daven shachris mincha mayrif. Hashem is commanding you these words, and that is through davening. So what is this medrash saying? This medrash is saying that Bikurim is not going to last forever. Sometimes we will fulfill the mitzvah Bikurim when the Beis HaMikdash is standing. Sometimes we will not fulfill the mitzvah Bikurim when the Beis HaMikdash is not standing. What shall be in its stead? What shall be in its stead of Bikurim? What shall be in the stead of Bikurim is what shall be davening. It should be the davening, Shachris, Mincha, and Mayrif. And I might think that if there is no Bikurim, I don't have to daven either. No. You daven even when there is no, even when there is no Bikurim, like the Medr says. So this is the, the Medrash, Tanhuma and Parshas Kisavo. And our question is like this. Our question is a very simple one. Our question is, what does the mitzvah Bikurim have to do with davening? It has nothing to do with it. What does is, what is one thing have to do with the other? How is it that davening, Shachris, Mincha, and Mayrif, a replacement for the mitzvah of Bikurim are bringing the first fruits? What is... What, what, what is how are they related to each other? I mean, Hashem could have said, look, uh, you're not going to have the mitzvah Bikurim, so I'll replace it with, uh, with Lulav. Okay, there's lots of mitzvahs in the Torah. Why specifically are you replacing the mitzvah in the Torah of Bikurim with davening? How, how are they related to each other? So let's suggest the following. We just mentioned before that what is the Yisod, what is the foundation of the mitzvah of Bikurim? So we have... Here in mitzvah Tuf Reish Vav, mitzvah number 606, all the way almost till the end. The Sefer Achinoch, the Book of Education, says that there is a mitzvah, Likrois Ale Bikurim, to read the Parsha, Parsha Gisavu, to read Bikurim. And he says like this, Shinitztavinu Bavienu Abikurim Lamiktosh. We have been commanded when we bring Bikurim to the Mikdash. To read the following psukim on them. And he says, which psukim we read, whatever. And he says, and he says that he, uh, he explained, delineated the mitzvah itself in Parshat Mishpatim. And now the mitzvah is being repeated, etc. And he says like this, Mishosha mitzvah. What is the foundation of this mitzvah, the root of this mitzvah, a person awakens his thoughts and fashions in his heart the truth when we say something, we concretize its existence in our hearts. When we say something, we make it more real. Speech 
makes things more real. When we say, so therefore it's not enough just as, it's, it, 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 yes, a person can think something, they can uh, use their imagination, but it's much stronger when they say it, when they speak the philosophy, when they speak what they think. Alkain, therefore, Say a person, Hashem made it good for him. He bought the rights, he bought the stock, and his stock went up, and now he has all this money. He has all this money. <coughs> he has, or he planted a crop, and it was a double crop. It was a triple crop. Hashem did for him very good. Now he can buy a bigger house, buy himself a new car, could pay all his kids tuition. It's, he has all the fruits that he needs. Hashem gave him a bracha. And uh, he blessed him and his land. Now he has fruit. And he merited to bring it to the Beis Hamikdash. He has to awaken his heart with the speech of his mouth. A person has to think that everything comes to him from the master of the universe. And therefore a person has to tell the kind deeds express gratitude of what Hashem has done for him. <coughs> so the mitzvah of Bikurim is what? The mitzvah of Bikurim is the, the, the reading of the psukim and the bringing of the first fruits is that a person has to feel gratitude, feel thankful for what they have, feel, uh, feel a gratitude and a thanks and admit that Hashem has given them prosperity, has given them what they have. But it's not enough to think it. A person has to say it. So in order to say it, you have to, it, 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 because when you say it, it becomes concretized. So this mitzvah of reading the psukim of Bikurim is a mitzvah that a person has to concretize their gratitude towards Hashem. And what does that require? What does gratitude require? Gratitude requires is that a person has to be able to recognize and understand that a person has to recognize and understand that everything that they have did not come to them only because of them. Recognize and understand that the things that they have has come to them from somebody else. It's come to them from Hashem. It was given to them. Not everything that we have, we achieved on our own requires a sense of humility. It requires a sense of, of, um, of understanding that we are not the be-all and end-all when it comes to what we have. So that's the mitzvah of <coughs> the reading of Bikurim, at least. So what was the question that we asked? The question that we asked was, that Moshe Rabbeinu saw that Bikurim would be 
that Bikurim would be um, that Bikurim would be not always around because there would be no base Hamikdash. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu saw. And so therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu decided that he's going to replace that or he's going to have a replacement for that. He's going to have tefillah. It's going, there's going to be davening. Right? To daven. That's what he's, that's what uh, Moshe, Rabbeinu deci- Moshe Rabbeinu decided. So we asked the question, we said, what is daven- how does davening have to do with Bikurim? So we, now we just explained that the reading of Bikurim and the mitzvah of Bikurim is about gratitude. It's about the expression of gratitude to Hashem. So, what is davening? What is davening? Davening is the understand. We've discussed the base alokim asks the question. Many mafurshim ask the question, and the base alokim is one of them. That Hashem knows what we need. Why do we have to daven for the things that we need? If we need it, Hashem will give it to us. If we don't need it, Hashem won't give it to us. What is the davening help? So one of the answers that's given is, is that the davening helps is that a person comes to a recognition that the provider for what we need is Hashem. That's the reason the davening is a relationship. Not actually to get or to achieve that, that which we need because Hashem is going to give that to us anyway. But the reason why we daven is to come to the recognition that the Rabbanu Shalom is the one who's going to give it to us. Right? That's the, that's the reason why we daven, to understand that. And the only way to come to that is to have gratitude, to admit that Hashem is the one who's giving it to us. And this is what we say in the modem of the Shemona Esrei. We say in the modem of the Shemona Esrei, what do we say? We say, We admit to you, Hashem, that you are our God. We will admit to you. We will say your praise. On what? On our lives that are handed over into your hands. On our souls that are given to you, that, that, that are watched by you. And all, this, and all the miracles that you do with us every single day and all the, and all the miracles and all the good that is every single moment evening and morning in the afternoon the goodness does not stop from you right this is what we say in the modem in the modem uh, in the hoidah in the Bracha of the Shmon Esrei, of the silent prayer, what do we say? We admit that everything that we have comes from Hashem. And that requires a certain amount of humility, right? In order to be able to daven, in order to be able to acknowledge. What's the definition of tefillah? The definition of tefillah is the base of Is the definition of davening is to ask for something that we don't have from somebody that can provide it. And that is Hashem. And that requires humility. That requires gratitude, and gratitude is the understanding and the expression of that understanding with, 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 our, with our lips, the expression of understanding that what we have does not come from us. So, Bikurim and Davening and Tefillah are actually in the same mitzvah. 
What is Bikurim? You bring the fruit, the new fruit, and you declare that it came from Hashem. And you, you, you express gratitude for it. What is davening? Davening is the same thing. Davening is the understand the exercise in understanding oneself that everything that we have comes from Hashem. That's what davening is about. So therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu saw that Bikurim would not be there, meaning that what? That we would have not, we would not have the 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 capacity or the, the opportunity to express our gratitude and to come to recognition with this gratitude that everything that we have comes from Hashem through the midst of Bikurim. Therefore, he decreed that there should be that there should be davening, that there should be shachris, mincha, and mairev, tefillah, in which we can express the same gratitude for everything that we have, to come to the recognition that Hashem is the provider of all that we have. And so now, we come, this is what we have in the regular davening. But, in the Rosh Hashanah davening, and this is, brings us to the, the topic, and the point of that we'd like to make, is that, in the Rosh Hashanah davening, we have the shoifer. We have the, 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 the mitzvah of the blowing of the shofar. And the Gemara tells us, the Gemara tells us that the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, on page 26b, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us something about the shofar. The, the Gemara says like this, Says the Gemara 26b, Amar Ablevi, Verblevi said, Mitzvah shall Rosh Hashanah, Vishal Yokipurim, Bikifufim. The, the, uh, the shofar should be bent. It should be like bowed, it should be bent. It shouldn't be a straight shofar. That it, the preference is, is that, the preference is, is that, is that the shofar should be bent and why is that so the Gemara says later and also the Mishnah Barura points out that the reason for this is very interesting the reason for for that the shofar has to be bent says the um, says the Mishnah Barura in uh, and yeah this is brought in Halacha in Simon Tuf Kuf Pei Vav in code number uh, five, uh, 586, number one, that the chauffeur preferably should be bent. It should be uh, curved. Says the Mishnah Brura in Siv Cotton, in Siv Cotton number three, Lesimin, why does the chauffeur have to be bent? That people should bend their heart, meaning they should subjugate themselves, subjugate their heart to Hashem. And again, he repeats this in Sifkat and Dalid. He says that and when that should that be done? In the middle of davening. It should be done with davening, together. When a person davens, then they should subjugate themselves they should be humble right so we now we've added another dimension tefillah is we said the davening is an exercise in understanding 
is, is an exercise in understanding that everything that we have comes from Hashem. But on Rosh Hashanah, it's even more acute. We adding, we're adding another dimension. That we blow the shofar in order to remind us, we blow a bent shofar in order to remind us that we should subjugate our hearts, that we should be humble. Because only a humble person can come to, only a humble person can come to the recognition that not everything is made on their own. Not everything they have comes from, not everything they have comes from, uh, from them. It comes from, it comes from Hashem. And what is the mitzvah of shofar? The mitzvah of shofar is, the mitzvah of shofar is what? What do we say in the bracha? We say, um, we say, we say, the mitzvah of shofar is to hear the shofar, to listen to the shofar. So perhaps maybe we can suggest that only a humble person truly listens to somebody else. Only a humble person truly listens to what somebody else has to say. Only a humble person is able to hear something else because only a humble person is interested, finds value in something that's being said other than their own. They understand that what they have to say is what they have to say, but there's other people that have other things to say. So therefore, there's a mitzvah to listen to the shofar. In other words, the shofar itself, which represents a dimension of tefillah, which represents a dimension of davening, where in order to daven properly, a person has to exercise humility. A person has to be, so to speak, figuratively bent. They have to subjugate their heart to Hashem, to come to the, to the recognition and gratitude that what we have comes from Hashem. Right? And that mitzvah of shofar, that mitzvah of shofar is the sign of that mitzvah, the simon of the... the, 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 the the, the uh, example of that mitzvah is the essence of that mitzvah, and that is what? To listen. Because the, the Yisod, the foundation of listening, is humility. So this is why, this is the topic, this is what we wanted to share this evening. This is why we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. This is why we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The reason why we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah is because on Rosh Hashanah, as we know from all the sources, we're not going to go through them now. It's not the topic of our class. But the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is for us to sub- subjugate ourselves to, to the Rabbani to the master of the universe. Like the Gemara says in the Rosh Hashanah, on page uh, 16, the, the Gemara there says that we, we anoint Hashem as being the king and we're his subjects. All of this requires humility. It requires, let's see, is it page 16? Just make sure. It's... Uh, I say in front of me the verses of coronation. Yeah, page sixteen. In order that you should, in order you should, you should uh, coronate me as the uh, 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 as the king. So the whole theme of Rosh Hashanah is is that we are subjects to the master of the universe, to the creator of the universe, and that's why specifically on Rosh Hashanah we're adding this dimension of the shofar the dimension of being able to listen 
to somebody else, to be able to accept from outside of ourselves, to be able to daven, to be able, and, and davening means the recognition that things are not, they don't come only from us, they come from, from the Rabboni Shalom, which requires humility. And that is the, that is the mitzvah of Bikurim. This, this, and even though we don't have the Beis HaMikdash, and we can't fulfill the mitzvah of Bikurim, but we can still fulfill the spirit of Bikurim, like Moshe Rabbeinu decreed, that the spirit of Bikurim is gratitude. So we should, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's important for us to have gratitude, uh, to, have, to, to express the gratitude, to say thank you to people to give us things, to be, uh, to say thank you to Hashem once in a while, even if, like, even if it's not in, the, in a, um, what is it, in a formal setting of davening even, right? Let's say we're able, let's say we're able to take a walk down the block. We should say at the end of the walk, say, Rabbanshom, thank you for giving me the strength. Thank you for giving me the ability and give me a body that is able to walk. There are people in the world that can't walk. Or Hashem, I can walk, I can breathe. Thank you for, th- thank you for that. Just a small uh, expression of gratitude. To, 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 it's important to say it, to concretize it, to feel it, so that we can inculcate ourselves with the proper humility, with the proper understanding and gratitude towards others, and ultimately the Rabbana Shalom. And this will be able for us, going into Rosh Hashanah, we'll be able to approach it in this proper way. Not fear, but the, the awesomeness of, 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 of what we're dealing with, of who's over us and who are we subjugated to, the master of the universe. And Baruch Hashem for all of the things that we have and that we have, the, we have a purpose in life that we can live for and, and, and that we can do to, 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 to serve Hashem. This is, one, this is one of the main themes or ties into the main theme of Rosh Hashanah. This is what I wanted to share with everybody this evening. You should have a Aksiva V'chasim Thank you. Thank okay. you. Very so we'll, good. we'll end here. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Bye bye.